0: point after show with kyle mauer marshall heslaw and ian dewitt this is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly nfl games along with some healthy debate about current topics let's go oh my gosh
1: here we are ian said it first we did
0: it but i didn't make a sound <sighs> welcome no, back uh, starting no off, whoops and yips and yeah yowls. i didn't do any like <laughs> I don't Here know we what are. Yeah. Well, okay. That's insulting. I Don't <laughs> sound like that.
1: I feel like we need to do a little. We need to do a little reintro for everybody. We might have some first-time listeners out there, guys. I'm Marshall Hesla. I'm Kyle Mauer.
0: I'm into it, and Ooh. we
1: talk about football. This is the point after <laughs> I
0: had a little voice crack in there. I oh, mean, oh. sorry. Ready to go.
1: <laughs> I'm getting over
2: some allergies and my voice is messed up. But yes, you're right. We're going into our third is it our third, our third season. season of this it pod. Is, it is. That's crazy. We're sticking to this thing, guys. It's very cool. And we've got some lawyer listeners who have been with us for a while and have ridden along on this journey. We've got some new listeners who are joining the fun.
1: Yeah, this is kind of an off-season pod that we're just going to drop out randomly. We've asked a few people for questions, but throughout the NFL season, you're going to get questions and and takes from us throughout the year you're going to get us once a week usually on a tuesday we'll be dropping it for you and uh we love that you listen drop it like it's hot hot. you got any questions of the week for us guys i got a good one for us to start essential oil or candle Mm.
0: this is an easy one for me easy okay go ahead easy because claire loves essential oils okay and so, no, but I hate them. Oh, crap. <laughs> because they smell. She, her favorite scent. That's kind of the point. Her, well, her favorite scent is like a like eucalyptus. Oh, and very so that, strong. Right, and I don't like eucalyptus smell. Oh. I love candles. I generally have a few in my, my classroom.
1: Are you a triple wick kind of guy?
0: Triples a lot.
1: Oh, okay. Mm, How about the wooden wick, the, the one that the, crackles? The crackle wick. Ooh,
0: I don't do that. Don't wow. Do
1: that. You light a candle cool. in your classroom?
0: Yeah, you're you a gotta, science
1: teacher with the elements and like particles and things in your room. Can't something and blow dozens up? Dozens of boneheaded
2: diffusion, kids.
0: Diffusion. <laughs> it's a candle. What Sorry. is
1: <laughs> I was leaning essential oils just for the safety factor.
2: Yeah, I would too. But you were not. Yes.
1: Yes. I love. I do essential I oil my in my office. It's I can't. A, I'm not allowed to do. It. It's against like our school policy to have a candle.
0: Well, I don't work in a. Public school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like candles in my office. That's awesome, and and I'd like it to be pungent too, because my sense of smell is not very good. So I generally need it to be pretty strong. Well, what's your
0: favorite then? scent? Mm.
1: My mm. mom makes candles, so this question actually kind of came from her, inspired by her, I guess. Okay, my favorite. She makes this like orange cinnamon bun. Mm. Oh my gosh! I melt nice. my face off! It's so good. Anything that's got like anything that's got like a vanilla smell. I like fruity right? stuff that like smells that. like I like a like a strawberry, a watermelon, a mm. vanilla, lavender, yeah. lemongrass. Those are good. Those are. Good. I like, I like the, the ones that smell like the beach.
2: Oh,
0: oh. Wow! I, see, I <laughs> Straight like out the, of Bed Bath and Mian right there. <laughs> I like the I like the the, so I I like the, um, the yeah. baked goods. I Forgot that. Sorry. Yeah, I like the baked goods. I Baked goods like are super
1: good. Vegetables. Yeah, I'm always partial to oh, lilac.
0: The, the winter ones again.
1: <laughs> well, that's a great sentence, by the way. I'm I'm very is partial it, to the lilac.
0: What is, is it on put li- that on, li- well, hold on, lilac, lilac, lilac. Yeah, it's like
1: Fanta, Fanta. I I say lilac.
0: <laughs> well, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not.
1: Next question we got in here: Frosty or McFlurry. Assume they are both working. Mc- <laughs> ah.
0: Uh, a McFlurry, Nick you Clurry. can actively drink through a straw. It's easier through a straw versus a Frosty. Is that a selling point? I'm not. I tend to like a shake that I can actually. Can like I tell you what I do with straw. the
1: Frosty? I'll take the darn lid off. I don't use a spoon. I just pour it straight into my gullet.
0: I mean, Frosty's.
1: <sighs> There's no okay. spoon Frosties action. Maybe are a fry. good. I do like them. Love a Frosty.
0: But I tend to prefer the ones that I. It's easier to go through.
2: Shopping. I'm really big into McFlurry. I was in Kansas once in a at a restaurant and uh, they had like alcoholic McFlurries, that wow. were weird but pretty
1: exciting. It was a treat. Speaking of alcohol, beer or seltzer is our next question.
0: Where did this even come from? By the way? Because <laughs> it's
1: just going all over the place. I don't drink.
0: I, and I barely drink.
1: Kyle, go ahead and answer for us. I'm not a seltzer hater,
2: but I'm a huge craft beer lover. I figured everybody yeah. knows that. I would
0: I mean. probably go closer to a seltzer if I had to. Okay, yeah. But I'm not. There are a few beers like I don't mind a Corona. Whoa. I don't mind a Blue Moon or an Oberon, like those like a lining Kugels. I tended to enjoy when I would drink a lot, but I, I think the last drink I had was a margarita.
2: If I wasn't doing a football podcast, I'd probably do a craft beer podcast. That would be my next, my runner-up
1: taco. All right. All right. I could uh, talk about that for hours. Hard or soft tacos? Well,
0: the, uh, the hops in this one over here compared to this IPA. This one has wheat. <laughs> this one's got like a hue of peanut butter. Okay. Is
1: this a pale ale? <laughs> we could keep, we could keep, keep doing no, this if you guys I want don't. to. You want to continue? Hard or soft tacos, Kyle? <laughs> you know what? I'm going hard. Come on. I'm going to go hard, man. I'm
0: going hard. Come on. Just like I Come do on all. this pod. Whenever I go to Taco Bell, I get the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Oh, mm. uh, Cheesy Gordita it's Crunch. It's got the best both. of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Which yes. is... I grew
2: up getting the Double Decker. You guys remember Ooh. the Double Decker? No. The Crunchwrap Supreme? Yeah.
0: Crunchwrap is good. Never did it. Compromise.
2: That's I... that's me. Like, why can't we just have both?
0: I could do either <laughs> one. We're in prime, like, graduation. Embrace debate, guys. We're in <laughs> prime graduation season oh. right now. Yeah. And Taco Bars have been at every single one. And they give you the option of soft or hard. I've kind of dabbled in both. Oh, interesting. I like both. I could go either way.
1: Team soft. All right, last question on question of the week. Air conditioner temperature. What where, where do you put the AC at in your house? Mm. I'm finding out that this is actually a very controversial topic. Yeah. I recently put it on my Instagram story and had people put in their answers. I had somebody who left their a house, by the way, not a, an apartment, a house yeah. sits at 64 degrees. During the summer. During the summer. Oh my god! Their bill must be. um, I mean, nuts. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: I just got my May uh, electric bill. Seventy-eight dollars. That's a.k.a. We, I'm never at my house during May because it's the end of the school <laughs> year. But I right. keep my temperature at nice. 69. Nice, 60 nice.
0: <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> we, it really is like 70 just isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. And 68 is like, it's too damn cold in there. air. Uh, well, n- not a joke, okay? What about one, you guys?
0: One temperature does make a kind of a big difference. I, we tend to try to save money, so we'll let it ride for as long as possible. Right. We haven't had our we've only turned the AC on I think twice so far mm. we've gotten pretty lucky our house has stayed relatively cool. do
2: like the kids make the difference like you can suffer on your own but you can't make the if the kids can't sleep it's got to be cool enough for them right so, so we've had a couple nights where
0: we've had to turn it on because it's been really warm in the house right We will I think 72 to 74 is where it hovers though we leave it a little warmer yeah I could, I'd be happy up to 75-ish
2: yeah I'd be comfortable
0: 75? I could do that. I think we've done that. 75 even during winter is a little warm for me. But, I mean,
1: you know. I don't need to blast it. I don't need it. Uh, That's one of us. I love, love the AC right around where I was saying. 69, 70 degrees. But that's just me. Uh, Next, we're going to do our... You know, biggest news. And last year we did our biggest news one way. This year we're going to do our biggest news a little bit differently. Now last year we did our pod where we each gave the biggest news. Instead, this year we're going to have one of us give the biggest news each week. Potentially. Seeing on how you guys like this. So, first things first everybody. Aaron Rodgers, after many, many months, was finally traded to the Jets. Thank God that's over. He was traded to the Jets with his buddy, wide receiver, Alan Lazard. Rodgers was traded for a 13th pick, two second-round picks in a sixth round. Chump change for many that have traded for a superstar quarterback in the NFL in the past. Which Rodgers will appear. That remains to be seen. Many claim that the Jets were a quarterback away from being an elite team, and now we get to see it. Lamar Jackson, the bane of some of our existence, signed a long-awaited five-year 260 million dollar deal 185 million guaranteed 72.5 million signing bonus along with Lamar the Ravens signed Odell Beckham jr. for a one-year 15 million dollars adding OBJ and Zay Flowers draft in the first round out of Boston College an absolute missile of a wide receiver with his speed look out for the Ravens offense with a new offensive coordinator as well looking to take advantage of Lamar Jackson being more of a quarterback that throws than runs Cuts were also big this offseason. Two of them are still in effect. Dalvin Cook cut from the Vikings. DeAndre Hopkins cut from the Cardinals. Many reports show Cook potentially landing in the Dolphins or the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. While DeAndre Hopkins could potentially land in the Titans or Patriots. Neither are looking for a discount, but will getting a ring or the potential of that influence a deal? Wait to see. The biggest wide receiver diva news we've had is Stefan Diggs recently skipped out on mandatory practices for the Buffalo Bills. Reports claim that the lack of ability to play call is contributing to this sitting out. See last year's final game of the season with him screaming at Josh Allen on the sideline for evidence. Also, the draft. Da da We love the draft. We were even invited to a listener's draft party. Thank you, Rick. The ring. The wings were amazing. And I'm not talking about the Red Wings. Bryce Young to the Panthers. Texans go all in this year. Draft second and third overall cashing in next year's first overall draft or first round draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> they might have the first overall draft pick. They Let's might. let that be shown as well. But they, they drafted CJ Stroud and Will Anderson, two great picks. Anthony Richardson rounds up the top four going to the Colts. The Eagles continue to draft George Bulldogs. While the Lions, they draft Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell. And Sam Laporta, a running back, linebacker, and tight end. Three positions that many either think are not as valuable or as needed for the Lions. But here they are. Will Levis falls out of the first round, and we got to watch him cry his entire first-round draft party and then in the second round be drafted by the Tennessee Titans. It's been a busy offseason, and that is our biggest news.
0: It's a lot of news. A lot of big things happened. What an off-season, fellas. Just thank God Aaron Rodgers is finally just Oh, like, that's behind us. I'm just so sick of like hearing about him and his psychedelics and uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. his LSD trips and that's apparently, I didn't realize, that's like a, a thing he does. Yeah. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. It explains yes. a lot when I read that. I read that today and I was like, man, that explains a hey, lot. Yeah, he was
1: a keynote speaker for a psychedelic yeah, convention. Okay, and
0: it a showed lot. up on my just my like news That's funny. Mo- right? Mostly because it was well what's his name? Jaden Smith was oh. the one they were talking about, but they mentioned Aaron Rogers was there and I was like, No way. <laughs> this yeah. is so weird. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, that's well, crazy. dude. Like I was in this dark room in a cave. A room
2: in a cage, And I had Uber <laughs> Eats. And
0: I thought we were on good terms, but no one was contacting me from the Packers. So I, like, didn't know what oh. happened. I don't know. I just that whole scenario was just weird, so I'm kind of glad.
1: It's nice to have some of those big headlines out of our way. Yeah. Um, to true. forecast, I'm going to give you a prediction. And just let me know if it happens or not later, and then you remind me. The biggest news that we're going to have this year is what the Cowboys are going to do with Dak cuz I think he's going to be traded or cut. By by year this from now. Is this his last? Is it, how many no. years no, 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 no. He's got He got he's extended. Pretty, did
0: they do anything with um
1: Zeke still Zeke's, out? He's still he's, gone. Yep. Yeah. unsigned. I'm telling you. That's going to be our next person that like we as a society. There are a lot of there
2: are a lot of big um
1: running backs unsigned at this time. I think Dalvin Cook's the one that is is the
2: best game on the market. changer. The best on the market. He's yep. right. an elevator. Right. Yep. Yeah,
0: but Zeke is still out there. Where would Lattie, you like Fernanda's to see out there, lots of others go? Out
1: there. I'd love uh, to see him go to the Jets. Him and Brees Hall. Oh, God. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. That's that's really something. If
0: there's a team that's looking to, I mean, that they're in a win-now mode, like the Jets, yeah. that's where they're at.
1: I just think the, the way that Let's they the run, too, style. is... Let's but the way that. they run is different. I would even like to see Zeke play on there because they run more of a zone running back... Kind of offense. At least they did previously. I don't know what it's going to be like with the Jets now with Rodgers, But last you know year, that's how Brees Hall played. Well, was he played like how rookie Ezekiel Elliott did? Where they had a lot of zone scheme runs instead of like, you know, stack the box, play the numbers this way. They just really had good offensive linemen that know how to zone block. So
0: what I find fascinating about the Jets is they have, I think, eight former Green Bay Packers on their team now. All signed this off season. Pretty cool. Is that just players not counting staff? (laughs) (laughs) Just players. Just 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 players. players. I mean, yeah, because uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. What? Man. (laughs) Crazy. One and done over there at the Broncos' world, but uh, totally. Not even one and done. I think he got fired. Like what? Near the end, didn't he? Yeah. I don't think he made it all the way through. Didn't make it all the way.
1: Well, let's move on to, from our biggest news, and uh, we'll, by the way, biggest news—that's our uh, just our facts. I'm give a little jibber jabber at the end, but those are facts. What's going on in the league right now? All let's right. move on to our hot takes, Twitter prompts, questions from our listeners. Our favorite segment—that's going to be a long one this week. Hang on, did you, did you, oh boy,
2: omit the fact that, um, oh boy. this is the like when you talk about biggest news. I just feel like there's a glaring omission
1: here. Tom Brady retired. Yeah yeah, but he's owning part of the Raiders and he's going to come back. Jimmy Whatever. Garoppolo's contract what, could be completely null and void if, it's, if he's not good enough. We're for the now training entering game. the not, first season
2: not we're entering the first season in our memory, basically, where he's not a player. This is so different. He's, it's yeah, so wild.
0: It is and he's not coming back. I don't see a world where he comes back. Now. We're
2: not really old enough to remember the league very well at least before he played. It's crazy. <laughs> like, so he
1: was. His, I feel like we've all grieved his. This is like your like grandparent who's been in hospice for like a couple years, like, and then they die. Like, that sounds very morbid are children, of what I'm saying right now.
0: There are children yeah, but, in this world. Their entire existence has been with totally Tom right. Brady as a quarterback, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> playing. Adults,
2: you mean? There are adults. Like adults.
0: There are twenty yeah. year olds out there who are like. There are players, all I've in, the ever NFL. Known is players in the NFL. Is Tom
2: Brady? Who were born after his rookie season. You after.
1: guys know how I feel about time Brady. That's why he was left off. Yeah. But it is the news. It is. And I should news. have ain't put it up. A just,
0: ain't that just how the news uh, works? I don't like this story, <laughs> so I'm not going to report it. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: love
2: that. I'm excited
1: to enter into a season. Hey, have you seen – hold on. Have you seen the practice throws? For, I, I don't know if any of our listeners have seen the Buccaneers training camp yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kyle Pond and Baker Mayfield throwing balls at practice is one of the funniest things I've ever it, seen him. I
0: thought it was Trask.
1: Kyle Trask. Oh, it's Kyle Trask. Trask. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is hilarious. It's just people running, like, 12-yard outs, and he throws it, like, 25 yards forward. It's amazing. Wow. You just need to go watch it. Okay. It's great. Okay. Okay, our first question comes from Eric Giannunzio. Currently moving to a new house, which player would you least or most want to move your entire house? I think the worst would be Jameis Winston because most of my stuff would go into the wrong place. (laughs) Uh, That's for you, G. That's a good one. Oh
2: man, I went with Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Let's hear it. Because there's a guy who never complains. He is not a whiner. This is a guy who does what he's told to do and uh, doesn't fuss about it. Okay. And I respect that about Jimmy. There are a lot of other players who have thrown hissy fits over far, 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 far less than what Jimmy. So G Antonio was Brown through.
1: is not on your list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he would stop
0: <laughs> halfway through. See ya, there's deuces. I think it'd be houses.
1: mid couch going up the stairs. Oh, Antonio Brown would. There drop are so it many say, like
2: out. parts of the moving process that like you don't want to do. And like Jimmy, can you go get that? Can you go help with this fridge? And he would just say, okay. He would just do it without complaining. Good eye candy. Okay, well. what do you? Who there do you go. got? Ian? Yeah, and maybe he would take his shirt off. So.
0: I would probably just pick the biggest <laughs> man I could think of to lift all the stuff that I don't want to lift. Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald. Wow,
1: good answer. Yep. I'm taking the entire Eagles offensive line because they're very good at taping. I don't know if you've seen offensive linemen with their fingers, their hands, their ankles. They're taped up. Yeah. And they're just strong. And they have probably really good like uh chemistry together. So like you take this of that room, this of that room, this of that room. They know where it's going. Mm. They know the holes. They know where it's going. So right, right. the worst would be Antonio Brown. Yeah. I, as close second best would be Peyton Manning because he would tell everybody where everything oh needs God. to go. Mm. Everything OCD would be in the right room. Okay, it. 18, 18, up to the 18 room. Go. Right, right. I, I just am proud of him. So Elliot Asateo, our next question. What would a win against the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football Week 1 for the Lions mean?
0: Their hype would be absolutely through the roof. The
1: hype is already too much. I like that that question was stated in halfway through. Kyle's like, oh, look at Ian over there.
0: So the thing is, if they lose, this is like... People are going to die this Chiefs, year because the
1: hype is too high.
0: I think for the Chiefs, this is actually a dangerous game because the Lions... Uh, I love
1: a good dangerous game. Though. The uh,
0: Lions are actually, one, uh, uh. if you're ever going to beat a good team, early, early, early is when it happens. I mean, you always see that, like, the. it's been several years, but you have seen, like, the Bills and the Chiefs, like multiple really solid teams, especially near the end. The Bengals were like this last year, Struggle early, but they get on hot near the end. That's what it's all about. So if you're ever going to no win, way. it's the early games, and this is one of them. Plus, mm-hmm. on top of that, this is like a a win-win for the Lions. No one is expecting them to it's win house this money. game. No one's expecting them to win this game. I, would,
2: I feel like some people are. Lions are getting too much hype. No. It's, it's dangerous. It's you really...
0: Dude, I have Come not... On. By and the time we get to this what game, are not going Last to be. season's
2: season opener was defending Super Bowl champions, Rams, and they got beat down by the Bills, who looked like the most the best perfect team, team we've I've ever seen in our
0: but that was a much tighter game in terms <laughs> of team ability. This is the same ability. thing. No, no, in terms no. of like team ability, the Bills the previous year were already like, Thought to be. I mean, that was the previous year. Wasn't that the one where the Chiefs and them went back and forth? Right. 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 The Bills' hype was already skyrocketing. And then
2: they came out week one and looked like, wow. Right. So everybody was right about the Bills. Those
0: two teams are two top tier teams already. At least at that moment, that was the perception. Right. This is not the perception here. You have a team that's on the rise that everyone's like excited about. Like, oh man, the Lions went. 8-2 8-2 and two down the stretch, and they looked scary good. You know, who's going to say, you know, maybe they could take it to the Chiefs. Maybe. But the, there's no pressure here on the lines. I don't think they're going to be, they're not going to be favored to win this. They're going to well, be looking yeah. at this, and they're going to be like, we're going to pull out all the stops. And that's what, if I've watched anything with Dan Campbell, they will do wild shit.
2: I love it so
0: much. And that wild <laughs> shit will take the Chiefs, I think, off guard. And they could, they could win. They could okay. also get their ass handed to them. So
1: <laughs> it also could be twenty-one nothing at the end of the first, <laughs> <laughs> like the time <laughs> right,
0: during so.
2: the Rams Super Bowl season. The Lions played the Rams and basically faked every punt and faked every kick. Like that was literally, it was nuts.
0: That was a team playing with like we got we, gotta what try. we got to lose. We, we got nothing else to lose. We're having a hard time figuring anything out. And that game was close. It almost worked. They almost won. And they kind of fell apart near the end there. But like that kind of, like those kinds of shenanigans are only going to get you so far. It was beautiful, though. I loved it so much. I think this time, if they pull shenanigans, uh, their team is actually, I think, has more talent where they can actually, the shenanigans will take them far and then their, their team will take them the rest. I think they could do, I don't know. I don't know.
1: While we're on the Lions topic, let's, let's, Let's cross a couple Lions questions off of our list right here. Dan Brooks writes in, will the six-game suspension be reduced or justified for Jamison Williams? And that also comes from Addison. Did Jamison Williams get screwed by the league?
0: Right. So for those who don't know what happened with J-Mo, he was suspended for six games because of um, the NFL gambling um, policy. Yeah, policy. He gambled – on a non NFL. So this is where people are kind of like, oh, this is kind of horseshit. So he gambled on a non-NFL game. I think it was like NBA. It wasn't even like football. He gambled, but he, he was doing it while he was on like Lions facilities. And it comes out that a whole bunch of people were getting there was multiple lions actually suspended for this same thing. They just happened to cut them because they weren't worth keeping. JMO's different. They come out like what, two weeks later? Yeah. And the NFL states like, here's the actual policy. And that's the first time people have actually seen that policy. So no one knew you couldn't even bet on non-NFL games. Like that wasn't actually ever told to them. And it wasn't told to them like, well, you can't be doing it here or here or here. So they got very specific and it's like, well, why, were, why weren't why were we actually told this before? And so now the question is, is are they going to appeal or is it going to stand? So he looks like a sacrificial lamb Yeah. at this point.
1: Also, what Calvin – I mean, Calvin Ridley and him are very different. Right. You know, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, former of the Atlanta Falcons, currently on the Jacksonville Jaguars, next year will be eligible again. He bet on NFL parlays <laughs> – like, in his own league while he was injured. Right. Um, and, you know, who knows if he could have inside information on that. I can understand the difference in that. So I do think that James uh, Williams is...
0: He got, he got hosed. Yeah, he did. It's bullshit. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. It's the NFL. How big
1: do you think that is a difference on the Lions, who didn't play with him for a majority of last year? Uh, even though at the end of the year they did click well with him coming back. But yeah, he also was... The wide receiver complaining about not getting touches when he was in those games.
0: Yeah, he didn't see a lot of action when he was playing. Which and could partly, be rookie. they was yeah that could be, could rookie, be rookie wide receiver playbook. It NFL. could also be you know that they were trying to like take it easy with him. I don't think he was in for a lot of snaps um, because I think they were worried about his his injury still. Yeah, that's fair. So it it's just. You still don't know what we have there. I mean, he was a huge prospect. We're still hoping to play him. He's not going to come in until halfway through again.
1: He's a huge part of what was the Matthew Stafford trade. Right. He's a huge chip as to what Stafford was traded for. So, I mean, down to another question from Adam Axon about the Lions. If the Lions don't win their division this year, is it a complete disappointment, and does the hype instantly die? Oh, yeah. Do they fire their head coach? Oh, no, 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 no.
0: Well... It depends on how bad they do. If they don't win their division, but they went like I don't know. They won like 14 9 and 7. Like let's they, say well,
1: they let's say they went 9 and 8.
0: If they don't make the playoffs, I think they're in trouble. I think I think the expectation for this team is pl- at the very least playoffs. Okay. This is the first year in a long time that they have they should win the division.
1: And it's the first time that I can remember and I'm not a Lions fan. I really don't have a fan to to root for. I don't have a team. This is the first time I, as like a Michigan native, feel hope for the Lions. And that's really weird. Mm-hmm. Last time I had that was Charles Rogers singing, you know,
0: mad uh, songs in the background. Yeah. I think they, they are. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a disappointment if they didn't win the division because – the Bears are still kind of an unknown. They're still kind of in the middle of their rebuild. The Packers just lost their Hall of Fame quarterback, and so every time we've seen Jordan Love on the field, they've been terrible. They've, they're have they going to be the bottom most likely. And the Vikings, I think everyone just looks at them as a fluke, and they've actually lost some people. So I think the Lions should win.
1: Well, we have two other questions that are very similar. So if they both come from uh, two loyal listeners, Dan Brooks. Name a team from each conference that has improved enough to make the playoffs this upcoming season that missed it last year. And Jamie Hessel also writes in which team will make the biggest jump this year and are the biggest step back. Mm-hmm. So it okay, so kind a of goes here. a little bit back First, and forth. Get one from ob- each conference is the, going to the playoffs.
0: Get the obvious one out of the way. The Jets are going to the playoffs.
2: Uh, Jets are my AFC choice.
0: Right. That's the easy one. You
2: agree?
1: Uh,
2: the Jets were almost there last year, and they got better. <laughs>
1: Can I tell you I, I I'm going to throw a team out there that I'm like I don't know if I should this this quick but I do think a quarterback can totally change a team. Okay, who? Dude, I want to see the Colts.
2: You think the Colts? They were not uh, that close I, last year. They, they were have, not that close.
0: Don't they have a rookie? They
1: look yeah, Anthony, Anthony Richardson, Richardson is I really like him as a quarterback. I was high on him coming into the draft. Okay. I, I It's just a player that I watched him play at Florida. He was like Cam Newton. He was like Tim Tebow the way he like – and that's very high praise. Those are two of the greatest college football quarterbacks of all time. Right. Does it transfer to the NFL maybe for a season or two. We'll see. So could I see a team like that step up? Yeah. They're going to be playing against Jacksonville, you know, who took a big step last year. Can they do it again? Can they be consistent? Or was that just – you gained because you lost Urban Meyer. I don't, okay, that's kind of one of my picks out there. I agree the Jets are obviously going to be better. They're going to be better than the Patriots. Yeah. I have a question mark with the Dolphins at quarterback, and that can't be answered until he plays 10 games in a row. The Titans and,
2: were in the playoffs last year. They're very questionable. Very. This time.
1: And I just look at that division is awful. Like, maybe in the future it's Houston and the Colts playing against each other with Bryce be. Young and Anthony Richardson. I respect
2: it, but it's pretty bold. I'm,
1: that It's called a hot take for a reason. Yet. So let's go NFC. Like How about
2: saying, that, guys? NFC is a little more interesting. I'm suspecting you're going to say Lions, who are on the fringe. The Lions, I think,
0: it. are the easy choice for the NFC. Because they were so close. They were and so close. You might say they got better. And they got better. Um, but... I think a team that I think a lot of people are kind of forgetting about because they were so bad. America's team. The Rams. Dang it. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: They're getting the gang back together. I mean, the gang's coming back. Yeah. They were plagued, absolutely decimated by injuries.
2: Every year there's a team that just draws that injury card. And they, you, you they drew gotta, the short straw and your season's tanked.
0: They got it bad.
2: It was the Niners a couple years ago. It was the Ravens were pretty bad last year too. Rams definitely the worst.
0: And now the biggest question mark I would say with the Rams is going to be, I I think Stafford's like slowly breaking down. He's like an old car. I now. don't even think it's slow anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah that's <laughs> last fair. year was
1: like a car crashing into a wall. Also, to correct myself, it's CJ Stroud that's on Houston right. Texans. So if he's, right. if he's
0: if he's not as healthy if he's not back to that, like, Super Bowl form at the very least. I don't think they're going to make it because that team. I mean, Are you, they,
1: like, sh- like kind of just very not sure about the San Francisco 49ers because of quarterback right now,
0: like I am? I I mean, they were so close. I mean, they were at the NFC Championship game. So, I guess I'm not, like, when I'm trying to answer the question of, like, who's going to be, who wasn't in there, who's going to make it. I mean, they, they were in it.
2: I'm going Falcons, you guys. I'm going Falcons. <sighs> Wow. Wow! I but a, but
1: that. a quarterback.
2: Desmond Ritter has got some potential, oh. and I like the offense for that team. I feel like they're making some they strides. They have Heineke. They are in the... They have
1: Heineke. That's... Okay.
2: You could do worse, okay, with your backup. <laughs> you could. A lot, most teams have a worse backup. I bet he starts. I don't know. I'm skeptical. It's possible. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. America's team.
0: Let's go. But the
2: the Falcons are in the most winnable division in football right now. That... Division sucks. It sucks bad.
0: It's really, but that division's wide open. So
2: all they have to do is be mediocre, and they're in the playoffs. They
0: were all four of them were god awful last year. Terrible. Um But the Saints, who's didn't, who's their quarterback? They, they acquired Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Oh my God! Yeah, I yeah. totally forgot where he yeah. went. I because I was like, where did who is the Saints guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew they signed somebody, I just couldn't for the life of me even remember it. Ooh, I don't know. Michael is.
1: Thomas is somewhere still out there questionable to return to. It is crazy. <laughs>
2: there the stats on that division last year are just nuts how like uh, the entire
1: division 8 and 9 7 and 10 7 and 10 and 7 and
2: 10. Yeah, and their point differential was like ridiculously close. Like -45 -27 -15 -21.
1: They were so
2: they were just like right there with each other. Yeah. each one of those teams, you know, just like within a, 30 points. Another Sack or first down or two could have
1: swayed the division. Yeah, it it it, it was that close. So so I'm going Falcons. uh, My pick is I'm picking the Seahawks.
2: They were in the playoffs. Yeah, no,
1: I'm saying to move up and I think to win the division. Well, like they didn't win the division. I think that they're going to win the division. I love Witherspoon, quarterback for them. Picked. I love uh, Jackson Jackson, Smith Smith and and Jigba. Jigba. I think adding another weapon for. Your boy, Gino, The most accurate is, quarterback in the sport. I, <laughs> I really see it as like a big step up for them. And, and those are two players that start, know a system right away, and get a lot of playing time as rookies. And Good calls. Good you calls. know,
0: a team, so I'm going to kind of go backwards here.
1: To the team that will go back?
0: Like to, I, I'm going to go back to the AFC. This is a team that made the playoffs, but they were kind of spotty. I am going to be very interested to watch this team oh boy because they're going to have a new system around Mr. Lamar that I actually think the Ravens might be a very I'm I'm actually excited mm. to watch that team in a different to to see him in a different way because...
2: Everybody is. Yeah, because he was with Greg Roman, offensive coordinator, for a while, running a very particular offense.
0: Right, and that team was very run-oriented, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to, they're very obviously trying to transition Todd away Todd Munkin, I from think, that. is the new
2: offensive coordinator. Correct.
0: So I'm...
1: And you're right, Ian, like, you have said many a times that Lamar is kind of sat out. And now, it's like, you got nothing to sit out for, buddy. You're on the contract, and let's see how he plays. I got a feeling he's going to do very, very well. I'm
0: curious, because in this type of offense, he's actually going to have the ability to pass more often than he used to, which means most likely he's working a lot harder on that, I'd imagine. I think so. And which this is like a perfect time for him to transition into that type of play, because... I mean, you've already been multiple injuries to your running style that can only get you so far. You're going to have to make the transition to being a little bit more pass-oriented. And I think this is the year that he does that, and I'm going to be really curious to see how that, like, what that looks like.
2: The Ravens aren't really in the conversation for like one of those elite downfield weapon duos, like many of the competitors that right. they go against. Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Yeah, or... Uh, uh, the Bengals or a lot Lamar Chase T- and Higgins. T- Higgins, yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, but the general consensus is that this might be the most talented wide receiver room that Lamar has worked with in his time at, with the team. Right? 'cause are just saying something. His
1: too, probably right. best wide receiver is probably Steve Smith Senior. Yeah,
2: maybe like yeah. The Ravens have like.
1: Their best wide receiver has been their tight end. That the was a joke last year at the yeah. end of the year. Oh, this was it interesting. Was. I heard, he was. I heard that the Baltimore
2: Ravens have never had a Pro Bowl wide receiver, ever. Never. And no. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. All right, I'll give that a. Girl. And if you were to compare Lamar's to experience think- to a lot of other quarterbacks and this early in their career, like his, what he's had to work with and. From wide receiver perspective, is has been pretty bad, pretty sad, uh, pretty unfortunate, and he's put up numbers in spite of this. And Mark Andrews sure helps, but uh, there is reason to hope that yep. this year the passing game is a lot more.
0: What's interesting about like the like just Lamar's situation is when he took over for Flacco, they were running. The Flacco offense still with him because they didn't really have a whole lot, and then that MVP year was the first year that that offense was tailored to Lamar's skills set, which is why he tore the shit up, Mm -hmm. and they were they felt unstoppable because of how tailored that was, and they utilized his legs quite frequently, and now they're moving away from that. I'm I'm just going to be really excited to see him,
1: which you would hope is a normal you know transition for. A quarterback that does run more right um next question comes from adam axon which wookie, rookie rookie wide ride receiver <laughs> rookie <laughs> which rookie wide receiver do you think is going to have the best season i just gave mine jackson smith and Jigba. i was
2: going jackson smith and jigba but i do like zay flowers going to the ravens i feel like he's going to get targets
1: yeah i think him being on opposite side of odell odell's going to draw number one corner and Zay is going to be able to be in the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be able to, you know, kind of not have a cornerback directly on him. A lot of press coverage. You won't have to see. I like both of those. Do you have one Ian or?
0: I don't really follow college guys All right. to a T, so I'm not super familiar on. Well, last like
2: year, like the best receivers were both from Ohio State. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson and uh, Chris Olave uh, were phenomenal. They had great seasons, and they both came from the Buckeyes. And this year, Jackson Smith and, Buc- and Jigba is the is the Buckeyes wide receiver. Then we have the Marvin Harrison
1: round. Jr. coming the following year. Wow. Yeah. Holy <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, next question.
0: Quentin Johnson, Shh. though. This is the one name oh, that I remember Chargers. seeing. Chargers. Going to the Chargers, you got Herbert thrown to you. That's true. In a pass-happy so, team. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that's another guy to look it's out for. That's a good for. call there.
1: Yeah, for next sure. Next question comes from Jamie. Like, Can Buffalo chicken dip be eaten in the summer, or is it only allowable during the football season? All year long, my brother. You're my brother, brother. All year.
0: I mean, yeah, it's food. I I do think
1: that there is something to be said for food that is during a certain season. Like a hot dog tastes better at a baseball game than I think it does at a football game.
2: I'll I'll grant you that, but I'm so into buffalo. I eat that stuff all the time. Anytime we go to Dirty Bird, it's like, I'm not eating anything but buffalo. Give me the buffalo chicken sandwich or the buffalo nachos or the buffalo Whatever sliders if I'm at a, and wraps.
0: If I'm at like a cookout though, that's probably not what I'm going for. Okay, mm. I'm going like a burger. I'm gonna go maybe for a hot dog, but like if there's buffalo chicken dip, is that going to be my go-to thing? Probably not. It's so gonna be. It's gonna be my. Go-to I don't associate. I don't. I would eat it, but I don't associate buffalo chicken dip with. The summer,
2: I just don't okay. think you guys appreciate how much I love Buffalo. Okay. I just want it to be known on record that I love Buffalo. I think we're getting that.
0: I think <laughs> like, we're getting that vibe. Speaking <laughs> of think? things
1: dipping, where will Green Bay place in the <laughs> NFC North? Rick Baxter. Let's hear what we got to say, Rick. Oh, One, two, it. three, or four. Everyone say it on the count of three. One, two, three, three. four.
0: Four.
2: You guys both think four. Oh, yeah. Four. I think three. I think four. The bears think,
0: I'm assuming you put the bears mm-hmm. under them. Or would you put the Vikings?
1: Probably the Bears. Bears are always on top. (laughs) I
0: actually think the NFC North is going to be a little tighter than people think. And I'm thinking that because I'm still trying to be realistic about the Lions. (laughs) He's trying
1: to have his head fight against his heart right now. In my
0: head, I'm like... Man, they gotta prove it. Like they've never like this is the this is the fucking thing oh, about bo- the lions. There like, <laughs> we go. They don't ever like follow through with all the hype, right? So this is a never. year they got all this hype and they gotta follow through, and they've never done that before. So I'm like, my heart is like, please, for the love of God, follow through, totally, do it. But my head's like, you haven't ever done it in my entire lifetime, so why would I imagine you're gonna do it now? So. I think it's going to be tight, but I would still probably put the Packers on the bottom.
1: You know, we talked earlier about the Jets, and coming off of Green Bay, obviously losing Rodgers. Let's go to our next question from Thane Sweet. Oops, I'm sorry. That one's from Rick as well. Really interested to see what the Jets will do. I have some faith in them and believe that they are better than just a playoff team. Rodgers is not Goff who sits in the pocket. Rodgers elevates. They are contenders. Definitely better than the wild card. I don't know why Goff got a random – Shot. I don't think he was
2: meant to be a jab. I just just
1: think it's funny. Like, you know what? He's not Desmond Ritter, all right? Like, damn.
2: I know, I know. (laughs) I don't really think he... I think he was just trying to uh, illustrate the differences in their playing style. Like a game manager compared to a... Goff is, is, Goff is actually kind of an outlier in some last regards. Last
1: year's Goff is not any other year's Goff, though. No. Last year's he Goff was... was
0: significantly was... better than... Even that year they made it to the Super Bowl, I would say he played... He statistically did play better, he, actually. It, but he is
2: like part of a dying breed of the pocket passer. And one of the, yep. one of the last uh, hey man, of that kind. Hey, man, when he
0: runs, he runs like a gazelle. <laughs> it's a I know slow, a guy that runs like a it too. It's a slow gazelle, but man, it's a gazelle. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You know, San Francisco is kind of a team that's near and dear to our pod's heart. You know, at the commish, big 49ers fan. And we have a, a tweet in from Thane Sweet. Lance Purdy Darnold, who is going to win the starting position? Give me your answer. Three, two, one.
0: Purdy. Purdy.
1: Purdy. Purdy. Why Purdy. is there still Purdy doubt? Do any of these quarterbacks make their them a serious contender? I, I think that Purdy, the t- in terms of team belief, I've seen it a few times with people, like a guy named Tom Brady. Yeah.
0: yeah, so when you got rid of Jimmy G, who was arguably the only other guy you'd probably put ahead of Purdy, you got rid of him, and you always knew that was going to happen. The unfortunate, and I actually feel bad for Trey Lance.
2: I do too. It's sad at this he point. He has
0: just never had the opportunity to actually show what he's got, and it. I'm a little afraid for him that he's gonna. He might not ever get it now.
1: He might not. I mean, he it's in possible. college football, he played six games in his final season, got drafted, and not only drafted, but the 49ers gave up a ton for him. Yeah. Then he got yeah. drafted. Then he got injured. And then they. <laughs> he got injured in the first game. And, yeah, right. in the first game, and he. You look at just how much time has passed by in between. When they thought he could play, or even when he last played. We don't even count that first game. Let's not count that. It's been like three years since he's played football. It's crazy how
2: late in his career he's getting, and he's an unknown commodity. Correct.
1: And so, for that reason, he might see the playing field because they have to know what they have. They have to know.
2: Or they're like, uh, or they trade low. He could be a free
1: agent and. Uh, but they're not going to let him go for nothing. They'll trade him if that's the case. They, got, they won't. They got yeah. Sam Darnold. They'll yeah, but who's going to trade for? Why would you give up Capital it, for? Because it's an unknown. What you just said, that's the answer to but the But you same could question.
2: draft a rookie at that point, and then you have
1: them. Maybe for, people don't have the ability to go up and draft a quarterback. I, you probably Tra- won't get much for him on the trademark. Correct, yet, but you'll dude. get more than nothing. Tra- I don't, that's is, why it doesn't happen a lot for quarterbacks to go unsi- or unrestricted free agent.
0: He's most True likely going to finish but out his I contract think, to hit the yes. trade market, and then someone, a team that doesn't have anybody, will be like, you know what, let's see what this guy's got. Yeah, that's fair.
1: It,
2: that That is possible, but I, I think that his situation is a little unique, and we might not see the typical uh, I think, story play out.
0: Right, and I think what's unfortunate for Trey is that he will be let go. He'll most likely end up on a team that is in a rebuild, so he's going to be surrounded by... Not a lot of talent, and he's not going to play well because he's probably going to be on a team that doesn't have a good system or a good coach because they're historically bad. That's just kind of how it goes. And he might never get a shot because the one shot he does get is going to be bad.
1: Who? I mean, he could land on a team like the Saints. A good system. Right. Derek Carr could fall apart. Who knows? You know. And yeah. speaking of the Saints, our question comes from Ryan Gates here. I have a theory that we are all misremembering Sean Payton. As a much, much, much better coach than he actually is, my hot take is the Broncos will have a worse record this year than they did last.
0: Wow, that's basically saying that the Saints is all due to Drew Brees and not Sean.
1: It's also, I mean, think of it though—he is a a gutsy onside kick call away from losing the Super Bowl and never going back again. I'll be yes, bounty gate. I mean,
0: Bounty Gate happened under him, but he didn't actually make it happen.
1: Yeah, make it. Yeah, but part part of
0: it. He's got a team. He, okay, he's got Russ, and so I know it's easy to look at last year and be like, Russ sucks. But it's like there are. Have you
1: seen pictures of him recently? By the way, no. He looks probably forty or fifty pounds less. It's wow. like astonishing looking at him. Yeah. Wow. He. Wow.
0: You look at Russ like. You look at his pedigree before last year. If you take last year out, most people would still look at that as a solid quarterback. And I think a lot of people, and especially once they got rid of Nathaniel Hackett, he actually did start playing better. Like, that team performed better. I'm going to be... I think the Broncos might... Might actually be a dangerous team. Wow. So, I don't agree wow. with this hot take, actually, is what I'm saying. I think Sean Payton actually... Can turn that team around. Okay, I
2: feel like he could be a stabilizing force, and Sean Payton's record is pretty solid. Yeah, he did have three sort of down years in the le, middle of the last decade. But our... the rest of his seasons were nuts. They won their division four years straight with really strong records. Like they were very consistently good.
0: Do we need to go back in the files and find when we had our? Sean Pion. Our Sean Sean Pion. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about the Sean Pion. (laughs) Sean McVeigh. Sean Sean McDermott. Sean Payton.
1: Yeah. That's great. I, I, I honestly could, if I had to take which would be more likely them to have a worse record or them to make the playoffs, I'd be more likely to say them have a worse record. And that division's very, it's very tough.
0: It is an unforgiving division. Yeah.
1: So uh, next question comes from my mother, Maureen Hesla. Favorite mascot of all time in the NFL. I'm going with blue. I'm going with blue.
2: Really? Yes.
1: Gosh. I think it was an easy answer. Yeah, him jiggling his belly when they would like. Uh, uh, my favorite. My favorite video that he ever had. I almost said like quote. Favorite video is he is shaking his belly underneath the field goal post, trying to <laughs> oh, distract a yeah. game-winning kick, <laughs> and it goes in, and he just falls backwards on his back and just lays there, yeah. defeated. I feel a walk-off field goal to lose a game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He is good.
0: I don't know the mascot's name, but Uh-oh. the jaguars. I'll look him up for you. The jaguars guy. Yeah. He like he's pretty funny. Is he's he? had some good moments too, where he okay. got the. Uh,
1: it's called, his name is Jackson Deville.
0: Deville. <laughs> 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 he had. Like, where he didn't actually have the full suit on. He had the head on, but then he body oh, yeah. his body. <laughs> oh, man. He's yeah. like a
1: dog that, like, has a lot of fur, and you put it in the yeah. bath, and then, like, it looks like it's just
0: that skin funny. and bones. And if we, we flop sports here, oh. the Chicago Bulls actually have a pretty funny one, too. Really? Where he'll go up into the stands with these big bags of popcorn, and he'll, like, slowly offer you bigger and bigger bags. And then he just ran, runs out. You can like find videos of him doing this. Runs out with a huge, totally huge Seen bag, it. and he just like throws it out. <laughs> he's pretty, he's pretty funny. Do
1: you know Rocky is the mascot for the Denver Nuggets. I found this out over at NBA Finals. He makes six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Holy wow.
0: crap! How do I get into the business of being a mascot? Well, all, a, did a you lot, guys ever see the movie? Heights.
2: There's a there's a movie. I think it might have been on Netflix called Mascots. Did anybody see it? Yep. It, was a, it was a very good comedy. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Well, well, look it up. We'll yeah. give it a gander. I was, feel like I could be a good funny. It was funny. It
2: makes fun of like, it, there's this like a competition for mascots and all the mascots come, but it has a lot of celebrity actors playing fake mascots in it. And
0: yeah, Rory, Rory on so. the lines needs to step it up. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty lame. It's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, we have
1: better. a couple uh, tweets in here. I want to make sure they're I hope shouted he's not out. Paid six hundred thousand. Yeah, six hundred fifty k is nuts.
0: All he does is like the classic. Honestly, like, he does up. like yeah.
1: shots from like seventy five feet up in the air at half court and makes them all the time. So I kind of <laughs> at halftime, that's kind of his performance. He's pretty darn good at. it. So I kind wow. of get it. Um, wow. But we had a couple tweets that like we've kind of already touched base on, but I want to make sure they get their shout out. Uh, Geno and the Seahawks offense are ready to take us all the way this year from Thane Sweet. But the defense, eh, it's a different story. Is there any hope of a playoff push with a defense that can't stop the run? I could see a team like this acquiring somebody at the the trade deadline or throughout the year that could change it. So to me, that's where I look at them and say, I think the new NFL, it's more about the corner than I think it is the pass rush. I think they go hand in hand. um, But they have three really good cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see this team playing well. And that was my take on it, and and I think yeah. Ian already hit on uh, the other question we have here from Thane, which is Lamar Jackson secured the bag. Now that he doesn't have to worry about this contract, do you predict a slump in performance or a rise? Ian, you said that you're interested in seeing it. If you had to lean one way or the other, which would you say? What were they about um, nine or seven? Nine and seven, ten and seven last year?
0: They were. I actually have. I have it up right now. They were ten and seven. Okay. I'm going to say he's going to go up. I think he's going to be better. Um, He's coming off an injury. He's been, you know, he's had a lot of rest. I don't know if the contract will motivate him, but I think the new system will. Mm -hmm. And so I think because the team's kind of getting like a a mini revival, because they're not like in a full-blown like rebuild over there, but they are like doing a, a new offensive Strategy. Right. I think that, and I have like seen like tweets and stuff of him already being pretty positive about it. Mm-hmm. I, so I think I think he'll be better. Okay. I think I might actually be more positive positive I'm on him this year. I'm hoping I will. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. go, baby. Because <laughs> he's not a lion, as you guys all predicted. gosh, yeah.
1: heartbroken. Colleen editor writes in a question. She usually gives us a good life question. This time she wrote in, if you could only read one book for the rest of your life, which would it be? You that's, guys have a good answer to this. A, it's a tough one. I mean, you're more of a reader than I am, Kyle.
2: And it, yeah, I don't even read that much anymore. That's my point. Yeah, uh, I would like to. I, I, when I read, it's just like recreationally for pleasure. Can it
0: be a series or is it just I'll one? I'll allow a series. You'll allow
2: I'll a series. I'll allow a series. Okay, that that opens it up big time. It does. Yeah, in that case. I don't know, like Game of Thrones would be a good, It's a, a good safe series. Pick. It's, it's long. It's rich. I feel like there's more, there's depth to it.
0: I Agreed. My initial inkling was to go with Dune. I love a good inkling. Dune has, like, the first book is really good, and it's got a couple really good later books, but there's some duds in there. Okay. So, Goosebumps. Oh. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Do you know, I had nightmares
1: as a kid of the book where they put the mask on and it gets stuck oh, on the yeah. face. Oh, yeah, because there was a show. One. They did yeah, a show. I saw it. Scary. It was terrifying. Scary. Shit Holy my pants, crap. Kyle! You got a series of You mind? know
2: the Stephen King Dark Tower series is pretty amazing. That is long. That is rich. That is completely unique. There's nothing else like it. So I, I actually, I keep reading. That. Had a
0: hard time getting into that one.
2: Yeah, how far did you get?
0: I read the Gunslinger. So I read the first book.
2: Each book after is better than the previous book. Because that one... Like, the deeper you get into it, the more it gets... Like it just was kind of
0: all over the place for me. Never I, even heard of it. The
2: Gunslinger time. is the worst one in the series. Maybe I should have kept going.
1: You should keep going. My answer would be Dear Evan Hansen. Great uh, great book I read last summer. It's one of my favorites. Heart, Heartbreaking. Heart-churning. Very emotional book. Yeah. I read it, finished at 3 o'clock in the morning, couldn't put it down, first time I've ever read Well, while you guys
0: read your books, I'm going to be reading my Choose My Story Goosebumps. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Go to page 500. Oh, all right, we she only got a few
1: questions answer. left from our listeners, so we're going to try and speed this up. What will happen with Cousins after the season? Talks of San Francisco. I don't I see know the Vikings the doing that this year from Rick Baxter. What do you think?
2: I know the answer. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious. Um, Where's it it's going? not San Francisco. The Vikings, obviously, we all already know this. The Vikings after this season we'll be signing Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> wow. will then be starting for the Buccaneers. So that's what I
0: Ooh, Cousins to the Bucks. Yeah. I actually don't hate that. Yeah. I could. You see. Like that? We could. We could see like him. that? I like that. We you like that? You like, like, you like that. that? You like that? <laughs>
2: you like that? No. I. You could see his return to Washington as not out of the
1: realm of possibilities. I mean,
0: they are a little that different. That would be crazy. They will be different under
1: new ownership. They could have another new name. I know. Uh, <laughs> he could have played for. Uh, wow. They could That's end up crazy. being like
0: the actual like the the thing that everyone wanted. Wasn't it like the Red Wolves or something like that?
1: Do you hear the thing that they basically could lose their name? Did you know that? Some guy owns
0: the actual... Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, they
1: didn't secure it correctly, the commanders, so they could lose the name rights of commanders and have to become another team again. That's amazing. At that point... You go back to the football team. Oh, yeah, (laughs) you
0: you just stick with it.
1: Totally. Uh, All right, we got a few more left. Um, Our next question comes from Tom Butterfield. I asked him for a football question. He said, I haven't haven't watched football in years. I said, well, we need a good life question then. He says, what are you holding on to that's holding you back?
0: Yeah, that's a deep question. Go ahead. No, I love it. It's so All wonderfully right. deep. Thank it's you, Tom. I hope you listen deep, to this. It's so deep that I already know the answer. Go ahead. The lions. <laughs> that's actually, <laughs> true, <if, laughs> Tom. If you knew and Ian, that is a really answer. It's it. actually, yeah. They they hold me back emotionally yeah. every year. Isn't yeah. it? it hurts.
1: Okay, that's true. I'm gonna say for me, it was grudges. I've, I've had a you know, Kind of a year or so of working on that, of just not holding on to that. And Mm. I'd like to think I've gotten better at that.
2: Yeah, You've done a lot of self-reflection and self-discovery,
1: LSD. A
0: little bit of man-in-the-mirror action going on there.
1: (laughs) I was like little Michael. Um, But that's something for me, trying not to hold on to that, some of that stuff to people that really pissed me off. That's good. Kyle? That's good. On the drive over here, Kyle just said, man, I don't have an answer for that. Well, I was thinking, this has it? been an hour. Do you want me to give so. you more
0: time? Because I actually have a real one. Oh, go ahead. Please go proceed. ahead. A real one would be like not necessarily grudges, but just holding on to resentment or anger. Yeah. Towards people that I need to like people let go broadly,
2: of. not specifically.
0: No, more specific. More specific. Specific. <laughs> yeah. like, Do they
2: listen to this show?
0: No, they don't. <laughs> No, they don't, no, nothing like that. I mean, like, just in general, okay. when you have, like, interactions with people and they haven't necessarily done anything specific to you, but you don't necessarily, right. like, gel well with them. Right. And being able to look more positively at them as, like, like remembering that, like, okay, I understand why you do the things that you do and that, you know, you're a good person probably deep down inside. So, something that me and Claire will do is you have Your to wife. Yes. Name three good things about a person that you are like struggling dealing with. I think that's like a really good exercise. Mm. Something that I feel like I need to do more often.
2: Yeah, I like that. Okay, I like okay. that. That's, I way like that. Go. that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Really All right, nice. Kyle. Um, I was thinking that the first thing that came to mind. I was thinking a little bit about some uh, resentment that I have held on to for some people. You know, particularly like some people close to me, family um uh, are you
0: still uh, mad at him about last year's pods i mean we're,
2: i think we're making progress here we're in a room together we're on <laughs> speaking terms we share a hot tub together um, oh yeah and uh you know they, a couple of years ago like i had a pretty i was at a pretty low point and i had a hard time and like there were certain important people in my life who were just not only not there when I needed them, they active, like, very actively made my life a lot worse. And, uh, and I've held on, onto to some resentment towards them for that. And, and I think that that's held me back. But the other thing that came to mind is I was talking to my wife about it the other day that I think I've been holding on to tightly to some, um, maybe it's the, it's, the, it's the dream or the vision of my, uh, of parenting and what, um, you know, we, uh, w- when we have a vision for our future with our children, you know, th- there's something we picture. There's an outcome that we desire. There's something that we want to do that's, that's, like, different than what we got or that maybe positively that we see other kids get that we aspire to, and, and uh, I feel like I've had something pretty specific in mind, and I've been holding on to it fairly tightly and our family building story has been not very conventional and a lot of what we've gone through has been kind of hard and i've felt that this this battle internally struggling with uh, you, know, uh, the, you know the you know my clinging to wanting to parent a specific way and want a certain outcome in the future a certain type of relationship with my children or for my children to have a certain type of life and grow up to be a certain type of people and there's a part of me that is feeling like that's a little that's a little naive, a little unrealistic um and a little bit too me-centric mm. i think and i probably should be a little more open to whatever happens and accept that i'm just here to provide for these kids and give them the best life they can have
1: well it's pretty cool to hear you say it and to notice that from yeah. somebody who has no kids and just hot tubs at your house <laughs> That's pretty awesome, Kyle. And while we're on the subject of your family, your family wrote into the pod. Sebastian, how old is Sebastian? Now Sebastian
2: is six years old. He's awesome. Yeah. I
1: just I want to I want to just read these and just immediately we're gonna go one by one give your answer as quick as possible. <laughs> Who will win Packers and Lions? Lions. Lions. Who will win Packers or Bengals? Bengals. 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 <laughs> yeah. Who will win Lions or Chiefs? Why don't you do this to me, Sebastian? Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs. Lions. Ah, whoo, that's who the only will win one the, answered. Who will <laughs> win the Super Bowl? Chiefs.
0: Uh, <laughs> Niners. Bengals.
1: Okay. We have two <laughs> segments. Last year, we did new segments every week. We're going to try to keep some of those, too, but we're also going to do weekly segments for ourselves. I'm going to have a weekly segment. Ian's going to have a weekly segment. Kyle's going to have a weekly segment. Today, we're just going to do Ian and I. We're going to tease Kyle's for when the season starts, and the first one is for Ian. It's blind ranking.
0: Right, so let me explain how this works. This is, I can't take the complete credit for this idea as I was kind of like perusing the interwebs and I came across some YouTube videos of these guys and they would do these like, Rank the following thing without knowing what comes next. And they always had some pretty fun things that they would talk about. And I oh, always yeah. thought, like, yeah. man, this would be really good. You could do a lot of different types of ideas with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I actually have a couple of ideas for us this evening. So you are going to rank these things without knowing what comes next. You guys can have your two different rankings. You don't have to agree. We'll start with, Mar- or with Kyle, and then we'll go to Marshall. We'll see where you guys want to put these things. Could possibly open up some interesting conversations if you want to. It doesn't have to. We're gonna start with rank these off-season topics oh, okay. or tropes, more like um, like common themes that you generally have in the off-season. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. So rank these off-season tropes without knowing what comes next.
2: Rank them in turn in the order of uh... what
0: you find the most interesting. Okay. Cool. So like the thing that you tend to when it's off-season, like this is the thing you like to you like to pay attention to.
1: Go for it. The draft. Number one. I uh, and there are five things? There are five.
2: Um, okay, uh, five.
0: Wow. Kyle, uh, wow, our, I love the draft. I the have, draft is great. draft
1: is I, hope trafficking. I know. The dra- everyone's happy when you leave the draft. I know. The Texans got the second and third draft pick. They yeah. left happy. They were uh, they were a team that threw a touchdown to lose the number one overall pick like eight weeks earlier, right? They left. They were like, Who gives a fuck? We got two first round picks, second and third. I yeah. knew,
0: I knew you would put that at number one. <sighs> Thank you. N- next one holdout or contract talks?
2: Hmm. Uh,
0: I find them kind of interesting.
2: I find them kind of interesting. I'm gonna go because
0: they kind of create some interesting dynamics. Three,
2: I'm gonna go three.
1: Three, that's yeah. a
0: good one. That's a good one. like with what's going on with um, Stephon Diggs.
1: Uh, I'm going to put it at four. Diggs, is that the same category?
2: Because it's not really a contract thing. He just skips a mini try. I think
1: holdouts is more like Lamar.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to play but anything like that.
2: That is highly consequential and fascinating.
0: New coaches.
2: Mm, new coaches. So this
0: is more like near the beginning of the off season when you're trying to figure out who who's going to get what coach. Mm. And then you find out who their names are.
1: Yeah. I want to put it five, but I can't put anything lower, so I'm gonna put coaches at three. Yeah. Coaches it's tough because I the, love a good
0: press conference. The, the problem is <laughs> I love No one it. can beat Dan Campbell's. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> telling you those fucking it's kneecaps. Fun. <laughs> it is
2: interesting, but the, the the flaw the fatal flaw for me is only the bad teams are getting new coaches. Mm. And so it's just like, well, they suck and then he's inheriting a mess and you know here's hoping he turns around in a few so where years. Where are you putting coaches? I'm then? putting them at 4.
1: Okay. Ian next. This is nice. I really like this. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: Legal issues including <laughs> suspensions or arrests.
1: <laughs> oh <my crap. laughs> Legal that issues becomes 5 for me and I have the two spot oh, open. Oh
0: man, that would Frick. be number 1 for me. Really? I, oh, I think that stuff is so like fascinating. Oh, okay. Like the dude like I thought with I'm like, thinking of Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah, That's, I found that story fascinating.
1: I, I not that I like my seat every time having to talk about it.
0: Or like um, those are the news stories that I tend to pay attention to the most. Yeah, like the whole thing with Joe Mixon with that little like the gun incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Right. Okay.
2: And our what final one about the co- the commander's name is that count?
0: That, I definitely was reading that,
1: one. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, and where did you put yours, Kyle?
2: I had to put it at two. Oh. So it, this
1: is the most right. the this most is... interesting for Kyle and second interesting to the draft <laughs> okay. for me. Go well, ahead.
0: The QB shuffle. <laughs> yeah. I'll put that am
1: putting it at a number one. QB shuffle. QB shuffle at two is pretty good. That's yeah. that's Ian. I'm gonna like having that throughout that's the year. Gonna, I have I another like
0: one. We don't I have like to it. do it, but
1: let's save it for our next one. That's a good one. Well, it's not really relevant after this week.
0: Oh.
2: Oh. And then do it. Yeah, let's okay. do it quick? It,
0: can be quick. it can be quick and be quick. And this is actually coming off of the news that the Jets are going to be the Hard Knocks. Oh. And I was going to ask, so they didn't actually, but when I first initially did this, I was like, who would you rank the teams that you would want to see on Hard Knocks the oh. most?
1: Oh, okay. Oh.
0: Now, there are some rules generally to who can be on Hard Knocks. If really? they have a first-year head coach in place, you are not allowed to be on Hard Knocks. So any team with a new coach wouldn't be on there. If they had a playoff berth in the last two seasons, they would not qualify. And they have, if they have appeared on Hard Knocks in the past 10 years. Now, this as of like this morning, they didn't have a Hard Knocks team, but they have officially announced it sounds like it's going to be the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is who it's going to be. They actually Sweet. asked the Lions to do it again. What? They did. That's they did. crazy. They declined. So out of these teams, who would you most like want to see on hard knocks. Eagles. And I'm ignoring the rules, by the way. I'm ignoring okay, the We're going to go quick
1: on this one. You're right. Yeah, I got okay. Eagles at four. I put Eagles at four.
0: Oh. Cheater.
1: Okay. No, I'm not cheating. Next, Ian. Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right.
2: I'm going to go two. Broncos.
0: The Raiders. Uh, five.
1: Uh, five. Five. Oh, wow.
0: The Browns. Mm, Frick six. <laughs> I knew Browns that one would at be. three then three. I had the Jets on here. Oh, Jets
1: would be two. Jets are one. I'd for want me. to see Broncos more, okay. but <laughs> I,
0: I debated on putting the Cowboys on here as well.
1: Wow, you and I picked basically the same. I respect it. We great minds think. Yeah,
0: yeah. The first one was better.
1: I like. My segment is going to be about awards. All right, every week I'm going to be making up a new award to give to a person in the NFL. This week's. Award is the Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad, he hoffed and he puffed and he signed an eviction notice. (laughs) It's the Lord Farquaad Award, and it is awarded to Deshaun Watson. No, this is not because of his height or that he wants to be king. Rather, that you are a monster. monster. You're a monster, as Gingy once said. Let us not forget the monster that this man is and has been over years. A year has passed by, and hopefully many will not forget the injustice that he and the Browns are and will continue to be forever while he was on their roster. We're ending that on a very sour note and a down note, but we want to say that we really appreciate you guys listening to the pod. Can't wait for you to send in your next take. Respond to the takes that we had today. Most of all, stay safe. Enjoy the sun out there in the summer know that we are ready for another season of The Point After. Bye!